Hey everybody, welcome to episode 259 of the Bite Me Podcast. Uh, Dylan's holding a cat, and it's real cute and furry, and I, I love Gus more than almost anything in this world. His tail, my god, I, if you if you can imagine the best tail in the entire world, that is the tail that Gus has. It's like two feet long, and just, it looks like one of those, you know, like those dusters you get for like dusting high places, yeah. like on a stick. It looks just like one of those. It's amazing. Love that. Cat. It's so funny when, when he's like walking directly away from you and he kind of lets his tail relax and fall down. It's exactly as wide as his like body. So it's, just like <laughs> it's, it's real funny. I love it. Love it. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk about this is bite me podcast, not bite me podcat. Maybe, maybe should we start Pod- a podcast? Podcats? Is there a podcast? Well, I mean, last week we were a podcast. Yeah, so I don't see any reason why we can't be a podcast this week. Anyway, Colby's here, Dylan's here, Woo! I'm here. We're going to talk about some video games. Uh, we're going to start out with what we've been playing. Colby's apparently been playing Doom Three. Well, that's like a throwback. I like it. Uh, we got some news. Uh, Spider-Man DLC is only multiplayer, and people are super excited. They waited around for that PlayStation exclusive. Uh, Blizzard is just. It gets better every week. You know, December is one of those months where I'm just never sure, like, coming in, I'm like, is there going to be any news this week? And Blizzard is just like the gift that keeps on giving. There's just more and more and more every week. It's not it's not good. Um, Rockstar is, like, kind of mea culpa a little bit. And they're like, hey, maybe, maybe it was dumb of us to remove the original versions of Grand Theft Auto from our stores when the new ones are, are not, not perfect. Um, so maybe we'll just put those back. Maybe no one will notice. Maybe people will, will like that. Um, if, you know, Thanksgiving is like just around the bend, and by that I mean it's tomorrow, which means that Black Friday is the day after tomorrow. And so if you're getting a new LG TV, one thing you can look forward to is being able to stream GeForce Now directly on it, which is pretty cool. Uh, Phil Spencer is out and about supporting legal game emulation, and, um... What do you think Sonic the Hedgehog smells like? We're going to talk about that. We got questions from... Blue Raspberry, <laughs> obviously. Well, that's actually See, a really good point. I yeah. don't know. Like To me, it's just like when your dog gets hot but doesn't sweat, but it just gets <laughs> that kind of weird that kind of smell, smell. To it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my dog gets that smell. It is not... It is not good. Um, Hans assumed that he smelled like feet. He's like, he runs a lot. Like, his feet are probably point. sweating, man. So mm-hmm. we'll talk about that. Uh, we got questions from Vinny um, Colby. He asked his own. Um, it starts with yo. Uh, Prime fan, which is like, Prime fans, like, we could just answer it right now. All three of us, we could just go say no. no. Uh, but that's fine. I we'll, actually, we'll, we'll I actually went to it. go try and do it, and they pulled the demo, so I couldn't. <laughs> Eh, it's all right. Uh, we got a question from Miss Happy Childhood that we probably should have prepared better for, but we'll we'll wing it. It'll be fine. Monotone Screamy's got a question. Uh, Triple Trouble, my kid's got a question. And Joe Coleslaw's got a long question um, that we're going to have to probably edit down a little bit because I that would be an entire episode in and of itself, and we're not that smart. We got some cheap free games, stuff from Epic, Prime Gaming. Man, the Prime Gaming this month is hot. Like, there's some good stuff there. PS Plus, rumored. Uh, games with gold, Game Pass, bunch of bunch of stuff. So we'll talk about all that, but we're going to start with what we are playing. Dylan, tell me, tell me about Grand Theft Auto. Yes, so I finished Vice City pretty extensively, like all the missions. I didn't nice. do a one hundred percent completion because I'm just not that guy. I'm not going to go find all the hidden packages. No. Like it's just not. 
it's not really how I enjoy things. But as I was playing Vice City, I started getting excited to play San Andreas, which was kind of interesting. Because um, I, I actually didn't even know. It's like, I really just wanted to play Vice City. I don't know if I even wanted to play San Andreas. Sure, sure. Um, the same way I wanted to play Vice City. Um, and I said, I'm going to play GTA 3 first, because if I don't... I'm not going to play it at all. Well, like plus you play... need to know what the story is, right? Right. Right. Of course. Did you play um, one and two as well? I did not. Okay. I've always had that. I've always kind of wanted to play those. I tooled uh, around in one of them. I don't remember. One of them, like they gave away for free a number of years oh, yeah. ago. And I kind of played around. It's, it's different. It's a top down game instead right. of a third person. So it was all right. It was kind of fun. Um, but Vice City is great. Um, still great. I was kind of. I remembered it being a little bit longer, I guess. And it's it's interesting how I think I kind of forgot how the missions are set up because you pretty much take over the big um spoiler alert, this game's 20 years old. Um um you kind of take over the big mansion that's just Tony Montana's house. Um um and then you have your buddy and they're like oh we gotta go buy some businesses so then you buy all the assets and then you do those asset missions and then pretty much the game's over it like launches you into the end sequence and i was like i don't really remember there not being like missions it's kind of like you go buy the assets and you do the missions to like have them start generating income which is actually what i really like about that game versus like gta 3 which just doesn't have a lot of stuff going on like i explained last time it's like you have all this money and there's nothing to spend it on Um, in vice city you go buy these assets and those assets make you money and things actually cost money so um you're not just like overflowing with cash um until you have all these businesses that are generating you thousands of dollars every day you go drive around and pick up your money kind of thing but yeah it kind of surprised me when i was like oh this is the last mission that was kind of (laughs) It's kind of over, which is at the, at also like that kind of surprised me, which is why I was like, well, I finished it. I guess I'll start San Andreas now. Um, had I knew that that was the last mission, I might have like tooled around a little bit more, but it kind of like snuck up on me that I was doing the last mission because yeah. I like started it. it. <sighs> I don't know. Like, because it's, it's hard to say too, because I spent a lot of time like doing the ambulance missions and yeah. taxi missions and things. So, I spent more like you could speed run it very quickly. Um, I swear I beat it in like five hours, if not quicker. Because I, I time beat to it once. beat says it's nineteen hours. Well, and that's yeah. what that's what I, I like. I, but I swear when I got it on the PS2, I beat it in a day, and then went well. Now that I know where everything is, I can beat it again. And I thought I beat it that same day. Yeah. But I, I may be wrong, but it seems like I beat it in one sitting. The average speed run is three hours. So yeah. so it's definitely possible. Um, I probably spent maybe about 20 hours or so. Sure. Plus or minus, like, because I did do some of the stuff, which when I jumped into San Andreas, I got in an ambulance and did the ambulance missions because um, it makes you fireproof and um, just like real that life. kind of stuff. Right, exactly. Um and like San Andreas, I don't like I I remember it a lot less, I think, because the map is huge. Like hmm. it is a huge, huge game. Um 
compare especially compared to vice city which is a relatively small map um but i haven't got too far yet um but i mean it it's it's cool because it, it is a, such a different game like they yeah. they went kind of different directions and you're not like you do buy different properties and things but i think it's more for like save points um but this one's very much about like i mean you can get fat or buff and th- i forgot and you about actually that. have <laughs> and you actually have a driving skill so that's kind of cool it's like you you drive around and your driving skill will get better, which will allow you to handle in cars better or whatever. Um, And sprinting around and being in better shape means you're going to be able to run longer and that kind of thing. So um, it, it is kind of, I mean, at the, I remember at the time though, like, Oh my God, you, you get fat if you just eat a bunch of fast food and, and don't work out. Like that was such a a neat, neat thing um, to, to exist in a game. Um, I'm I'm excited to to replay some of the stuff that that's been I mean since 2005 I think since I played that so um, that's it's 16 years or whatever um, and it, it's it's fun too and the the additional mechanics of like being able to like sit out the window when you do drive bys and things like there was a little bit more like options. Um, than what was a pretty standard affair of the previous two games. Um, this is the one where you have to put on your seatbelt when you get in the car, right? Like, no, that's be four. Sa- no, that's four. I can never remember which one that is because I that I played that for about twenty minutes. Was like, no, this sucks, and stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't really remember that. I refuse um, to wear a seatbelt in a in a video game about stealing cars. But then you're going to get ejected through the I, windshield. I did many many times. <laughs> um, yeah, but and I. I've seen a lot of the, I guess, I don't know, like, snafuing on the internet about these remasters, and I don't get it. Interesting. Um, yeah, no, because people are not pleased with these. I don't at get all. it at all. Um, my one friend feels exactly the same way I do, where I, we are just having the best possible time playing these games. You guys might be the only two people in the um, entire internet that actually really enjoys these. I don't, I'm not having, yes, the game has crashed on me, specifically when I played Vice City, three times. Yeah. Other than that, I don't really know what there is to complain about. Um, uh, the, the complaints are, well, I mean, I think the complaints are a handful of things. Uh, a lot of it is that the graphics have a very, like, smoothed over look. Like, graphics that formerly had a lot of character to them don't any longer um there's a lot of like bugs around how the the graphics were implemented like people hated the rain they said the rain was impossible to see and... so i actually liked the rain yeah that was, was like, like the oh, first thing raining. they patched out i don't i don't know like yeah there, it, there's just a the, the overall no. i think the like probably the sum of it is is this this wasn't a remaster that was good enough it it, it some of the most popular games ever made deserved a better remaster than this. And, I would agree with that. Yeah. However, and, and that it was too expensive for what they got. Right. I mean, except I don't know at $20 a game. I don't think I can complain. Yeah. I don't. It, I think, I think, I think it's, it's $20 a game for something they don't think was very well done. Right. I mean, these games have like a 50 on Metacritic. See, I, 
I agree with that, but see, I think that is ridiculous because the games aren't any different than they were. Yeah. Like, the graphics, yes, are not awesome, but they're better than they were. Yeah. I, you know, like, I, yeah, they had character, but no. Like, know, I've seen they were always kind of cartoony. I've seen um, a lot of comparisons. They're just like, cartoony in high definition now. Yeah. Um, so I don't think that's a really valid complaint. And to give the game like a five is just incorrect because you gave the game an eight the first time you played it. It's well, not any different. But like, I think. But I mean. But I think your expectations have changed. I think. I think it's fair to say that a game. If you released a game that looked like. If you released a really, really, really good game now that looked like a game that came out twenty years ago, it's still going to get a five because it looks and plays weird. You know. Um, sort of agree, except this game is more fun than just about any game that I've played in the last 10 yeah. years. I, so it's like, I I see what they're saying and I like 100% disagree with everything yeah. and think that they just set their expectations too high and that's not oh, fair. Absolutely. To it. Like, it's like they said remaster. They did not say reboot. Yeah. They are remastering this game. But I game. mean, at the same time, like remaster means a lot of different things. Um, you know, well, when you no, look at, like, remaster they, means you're remastering it. Well, yeah, but you're remaster not doing can it. also it could mean, be something else. Yeah, remaster could be what they did to um, what's that dumb game where you fight all the giant things? Shadow of the Colossus. Shadow of the See, Colossus. that's a reboot though. They they no, that rebuilt was a, that, that was game. a remaster. Yeah, but that no, it was a remaster. It wasn't a reboot. They didn't build that game from scratch. That was a remaster. Like a reboot is when you take a game. Yeah, and I thought they. I thought that was a case where they kind of rebuilt the game. I don't believe so, but I mean, to me, like the difference between a reboot and a remaster is a reboot is you remake. Essentially, I mean, think about like the difference between think about a, what a reboot means from like a, a movie standpoint. Like a reboot is when you take a series and you use the same, you know, general plots and and right. make a new version well, like, of it. A remaster I mean, the mafia me, games they just did. They just they completely redid those games. Yeah, but those it's are the re- same those game. are remasters though. No, I won't call those a remaster. Well, but I think video they- games. I think it's it's kind of cheating because you you can very much make the same game and rebuild like all the assets. Sure, but I mean, which what, in a movie you're you got to get a different actor in here. Like, yeah, but, but I guess it, the thing it's is, not is, the same thing. Is if whereas you're like just, I'm can if you're but this taking ported music. To a new engine. I mean, it's not the same engine that it was in. They've completely right. moved this over to Unity 4, so there's no reason that they... And they've imported the models. There's no reason they couldn't have taken an extra step. And, I mean, Rockstar has the money to do it. Right. So, I mean, the argument that this wasn't good enough is because it wasn't good enough. They they 100% could well, have made this better. Well, I think it's absolutely good enough. <laughs> Should they have made an incredibly rebooted game... Yes. Yeah. The, the funny thing is, what people expected. like, is they kind of already had because a lot of people had modded those games to a big extent and then got, you know, DCA. Yeah, DMCA down. Uh, and I mean, that's a lot of the argument is that they, they put out these things, they nuke the originals uh, and destroyed a ton of work that their community I think doing a for lot of years. people also have the problem with using the AI to do the remaster where it kind of screwed up a lot i mean things yeah to me Um, i just i don't think it looks very good um i think that that i mean not that i would have preferred the the old look of it but i think the new one it just looks like i don't know they look kind of like like we characters to me like like the 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 we see i've 
played them for like 60 hours at this point yeah. and i'm like it looks good yeah like it is totally fine and i'm 100 going on screenshots i haven't played yeah them, exactly well it's like yeah you could screenshot and look and say that character model looks bad but the reality is when you're playing it it looks like a better version of the game you played in 2005. Yeah. And that's the reality. And I think everyone else is just completely ignoring that. I And yes, I would love to have a game. I'll just give you $100 for it. If you make this beautiful GTA 5 looking Vice City. But that's just not what it is. No. And for $20, that's probably not what you should get either. I don't know. To me, like, I think that's what it could have been, though. I mean, like, getting to GTA 5 is not that far of a... I mean, like, GTA 5 doesn't look that great. Right, because it's, I mean, it's um, almost yeah, 10 it's years old. It's a 13 year old game anyway. at this point. But, like, yeah, I think people would have been happier if they'd gotten to GTA V. Like, yeah. if they could have gotten well, I mean, to, to there instead. And of, this was, a, these were supposed to be free. Am I wrong? Oh, uh, I don't. They were going to be a bonus for the 20 year anniversary. I think GTA Three was going to be. Okay. I think. Um, and then they pulled that back. I think you're. Um, I think you're right, but that's like yeah, so, also my brain's garbage. So, right. So, it, like in that case, and I think that's the thing is if these had been released, I don't know. I think I think people just wanted better. Um, and I mean, it. I think they could have. I, I think the. I think you're right. Is that they probably are good enough, but what people really wanted was was more. Um, and right. when you release a premium product at a premium price. Um, and, I, and I don't think they've actually done a, a good enough job, really, of saying like, "Hey, you don't have to pay sixty bucks for them. You could pay twenty bucks for them, right. and just buy the ones you want." Um, but I think I think when you take into account the delisting of the old ones, uh, which we're going to talk about later, um, mixed with kind of mixed reactions on on the new stuff, like I have not read I, literally when I say. Yours is the only like hyper positive review I've read. I'm yeah. not being facetious. Like I've most of the review reviews I've read, like journalistic reviews, have been this is extremely disappointing, and a, and most of the people reviews I've read have also been the same. So and like I said, I, it's got a, it's got a 56 on Metacritic. Yeah, because like I remember, like I talked to my buddy before these came out, and we're like, I know this is not gonna be what we actually want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that's a really unfair expectation. It's like. I just want the graphics to look a little better because the games are fun. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly what they are. Like, it's just the same game. So it's you like... You kind of wonder what the difference... Like, I don't know. You don't know. I mean, but, like, I'm curious. what the when When you already have a game that, like, the map's designed, you know what all the character models, generally speaking, look like. You know what all the dialogue is. You know what all the script is. You've got the, you know, the gameplay of the game. Like, what do you think the difference between doing a, a, what they did here and just saying, like, hey, we're going to drop, you know, we're going to, we're going to do all new models. We're going to do all new, you know, whatever, you know, all new physics, put all that into a game, but reuse the game itself like i wonder what the difference in like time and money is i mean obviously there's a difference and it's probably big it's probably massive but i wonder what that actual difference is because right. i mean you've got to think that a lot of a lot of getting a game built is figuring out like, it, it's the pre-production it's figuring out what your game is going to be what the story is going to be what the yeah. everything's going to be i would think that that is it 50 percent? is it 25% is it 75% I don't, I don't know I couldn't even guess right but it's an interesting question like what yeah what could the, what what's the possibility of what could they have done you know with right. with the right 
stuff. Well, it's like I don't, I don't know either. Because like, if they go that step, I don't know. Do they have to re-record all the dialogue? Maybe I don't because I, I mean, like it listening, on what, listening it on to how the sound. It, yeah, right. Listening to the sound, you can tell it's old, older. Yeah. Like you can you can hear it, but I don't I don't know. Like, can they can they fill that out? Yeah, and it, so much of it probably depends know. on what assets they have too. You know, right. do you have so, like original wave files of this? Right. So it's like I don't know, like really how much work that actually is yeah and that's, I, don't either. I really want to go i because i haven't played the mafia um because i think that'd be kind of a good comparison to see like this is a game where they went back and the first mafia probably probably about the same time frame right they're about it's about the same time frame i'm wondering years. like how i would like rate it as like it was a pc game though first yeah, I don't know. So I've never was, played any of them. So was um, Grand Theft yeah, Auto. Yeah, so was Grand Theft Auto, no, actually. It, no, it those were console games. Were didn't console it come, then? They, they were console first. Were they? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I played the so first think, on the PC. Yeah, so I wonder. So I don't know. I'd have to look to see, but I'm just thinking how I would like stack them yeah. um, and then go back and see what they did to that. Yeah. The See, they, I guess the only concern is like they go and completely redo this game and everyone hates it. Also. Oh yeah, it absolutely right. could happen. Like, yeah, and that's probably what would happen anyway yeah. because you can't please everyone. Interesting, uh, that game had a, a simultaneous release on. Uh, there was a Mac OS game. Okay, isn't that Ma- weird? Mafia was no. Yeah. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry, I'm looking at this wrong. I, Wikipedia lied to me. Uh, Stupid. Yeah, it came out came out on PlayStation in 2001, like late 2001. Came out on Windows in early 2002, and then Xbox late 2003 interesting okay. and then mac os in 2010 thank you for getting that taken care of and then it, fire it os happen. may 2014 <laughs> interesting yeah i played it first on pc yeah um either way dylan i'm happy you're happy it, man that's what matters I, my the big takeaway is like i think people are not having a good time when they should just be having a good time like it, they turned it into this like big deal, and it's like you could just play the game and have fun because it's fun. I and think, that's all it like that's all it is. It's fun. I think we should make a T-shirt of that. Dylan says, right. "Have a good time." It's, right. It's like Frankie says, "Happiness relax. is mandatory." <laughs> <laughs> good stuff, man. I'm I'm glad I'm glad you're liking it though. I think that's actually really I think that's really cool. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about Halo? A game um, you were not having fun with? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I played it for about ten minutes. It's plenty um, enough time to make an opinion. I guess this is a good, like, I mean, natural progression. This is a game that was awesome, and they added a whole bunch of stuff to it, and now I don't think it is. Um, it just doesn't really feel too much like Halo to me yeah, yeah, anymore. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, uh I don't know. It just doesn't, it does not feel the same to me. So when I jump in that, and obviously it's only the multiplayer at this point, but um, the campaign I might feel differently about, especially if you play it co-op with some friends and whatever, it might be fun. What do you think, that, what's but, the last Halo game you played? Do you know? Like the last uh, Reach. multiplayer Reach. So that's Reach. 10 years ago, seven years ago? I was in college at that point, I think. Um because a lot of people were playing it. I played it a little bit. Like, sure, I was having fun with friends, yeah. but like jetpacks, I'm out. Like <laughs> that was the that was when they started putting jetpacks and it just like ruined everything in that game. Cuz when you have one one class that has like a jetpack and not everyone has jetpacks, 
then it's like you've now created this whole like verticality style of play where you have to start like shooting people out of the sky and the maps don't necessarily function the same way when someone is able to fly vertically on the map and halo's always had some really good maps um and to me that just kind of broke yeah 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 that um for me and i just did not enjoy it the same way as i, I did halo one through three um but I, I think you hate a lot of weird things, but your hatred of jetpacks is absolutely one of my favorites. Like, yeah, it makes me... I, I love how much you hate jetpacks. It makes me very, very, very I think it's happy. the easiest way to screw your game up yeah. is jetpacks. I have but, I have never played a game with a jetpack and thought, ah, oh, this makes it objectively worse. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm no, glad... Pretty much, I, pretty I, much I every game... It. Specifically multiplayer, though. Like, in a, in a single player, it doesn't really matter. You can jetpack around uh, all you want. And if everyone is just in a jetpack all the time, that's different. Because you've not created a weird, like, asymmetrical thing where somebody has a jetpack. Or you have to use a jetpack because now it's meta, right? Like... I don't know. I... I just, I just hate it. I do I'll hate, play it. I did hate the jetpacks in that... What was that Jedi game that came out last year? Jedi Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Yeah, yeah. Is that the one? I don't know. Um, I, it had jetpacks, and I hated it. I'll so. try to play it a little bit more with <laughs> some people, um, and I might feel a little differently once I kind of understand what's going on. But like, if first impression, not not good. Not yet. Not yet. That's all right. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I probably won't try it. Honestly, I don't. I'm not a big Halo multiplayer person but whatever you want to talk about what you've been playing Colin? you've been playing Doom three like that's a, a uh, throwback for a, a little bit is it dark did you need a flashlight uh no it comes with one so oh thank god um Whew. yeah the, um so, like you yourself got a flashlight they're like here yeah 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 um yeah i started playing doom three because i kind of wanted to try it out um playing it from the different perspective of like oh it's yeah. a survival horror game um and it's okay. Uh, it's like one of those games that, like, I think could have been better. Yeah, yeah. Um, it had a lot of, like, really weird kind of things where, like, hey, these are the same exact bad guy. And I'm like, okay, that guy took three shotgun shots to bring down. And then I'd see him again, and I'm like, that guy took seven shotgun shots <laughs> to bring down. Like, what's the difference? Or, you know, like, just kind of weird things like that that, I mean, aren't huge, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. we're just kind of like, well, why? Like, they're the exact same bad guy. Um, and, uh, like, it, it was a game that was like, hey, you need to, like, kind of go around and look for, you know, different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it suffers from being a probably a game that came out in like 2003 this is the like remastered one sure, um, sure. and suffered from that kind of like halo thing where i'm like everything looks the same and oh, it wants that. me to it wants me to go around and look for stuff but like i just everything got lost <laughs> everything looks the same i got lost there's no map in this game and so i'm not sure how to get back to where i was because i had to backtrack and i i don't know and so like i'm kind of playing it i'm 
I won't say I'm not enjoying it, but I'm not like, yes, this is awesome. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, oh, so like I'm like three hours into it. Like, how long is this game? Is this like an eight hour game or yeah. what? And I looked it up, and it's like it's like an eleven hour game. I'm like, oh, I'm three hours into an eleven hour game, and I don't not mm-hmm. have fun. And so I saved it, and I was gonna go do something else. And then I noticed on my save that I'd only been playing for an hour and fifteen minutes. <laughs> and I'm like. Uh, that's not a good sign that I <laughs> assumed I had been playing for three hours and it was actually an hour and fifteen minutes. Um, yeah. And so I was just kind of like, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna finish this. Like maybe if it was eight hours, but mm, probably not. And <laughs> so I kind of gave up on it. Um, I would guess that it would actually be pretty good if you could play it on PC because I'm guessing you can kind of mod it. Yeah. And you know, maybe get it so things look different. I don't know. Um, it it was nah. Um, and just play Dead Space instead. Exactly, yeah. and that's kind of what it was like when I started playing Dead Space. I'm like, I was hooked almost immediately, and with this, I'm like, I'm not having a bad time, but I'm certainly not having a good time. <laughs> so, um, then I played XO One, which kind of had the same problem but it was only three hours or four hours long so um it's an interesting game it just came out on game pass and there's a story and i i kind of ignored it because i'm pretty decent at just ignoring stories in games and just going like ah fun um is that good i'm not sure if that's good or not it's no it's not good okay <laughs> like i do not pay attention just, to just stories checking. in game um <laughs> It's not that like the game has a bad story. I mean, this one might have it, uh, but like, it is a problem of me just like not paying any attention to stories in games. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, it seems like there might have been some sort of uh, rocket mission, space mission that goes awry on Jupiter, and you're sent to save them, but you're in like this like kind of um, frisbee. Well, it's like a a it's. Uh, a spaceship that can change from a ball to a frisbee kind of disc, but it also controls gravity. Um, so if you're rolling down a hill and you turn, like, essentially hit the right trigger and it yeah. makes you like, it changes gravity to like 40 times what it normally is. You roll sure. super fast and then you let go of that and hit the left trigger, which changes gravity to like 10 times like less than it normally is. Yeah. So if you hit a jump, you float and then you can change into a Frisbee and thing. It's kind of like controlling the marbles in marble madness, but over an open world, huh. um, where you're just trying to get to like these kind of warp jumps on each planet. Cause you're trying to get, I guess, to the spacecraft. I don't know. Um, and it's, it's interesting. It's fun, but it also felt like, I don't know if the, I won't say if it had just let you play on the terrain. It would have been better. There was a lot of like puzzle-ish parts of the terrain that you kind of had to figure out. Sure, yeah. And that wasn't fun. There was one mission where like, it was, and it was like the second to last level where it was just like huge, like kind of craters and mountains. And that was my favorite level because there was no real like puzzle to it. It was mostly just like hit this mountain, go up real high and then like slam on the gravity and come down this huge bowl yeah. and shoot yourself. And, and like, that was fun. Like just playing in the like actual world was fun, but they're like, 
figure out how to get from here to here and and that just it wasn't as good as i'd like it to be um there's a couple water levels that i couldn't quite figure out exactly what i was supposed to do because you can't be a frisbee forever it uses energy um and you get that energy via rolling um and so like you but you can also hit like kind of wind currents that will also generate energy um and on the the water levels i couldn't figure out exactly what i was doing except where times where i'm like oh yeah no okay you can you can float on this but like i couldn't quite see the difference between that and when i'm like what am i supposed to be doing here guys um it kind of like i love indie games but also i don't i don't necessarily need my like handheld in a lot of these games but i think they do a very poor job of describing like a hundred percent what you need to do. And so a lot of times it's kind of like, eh, figure it out. You'll figure it out. And I didn't realize some things in this game until halfway through where I'm like, Oh, okay. That, Oh, that makes sense. Um, it's fun. It's on game pass. Like I, I wouldn't say beat it, but like playing with the physics is actually kind of enjoyable playing with the ball. And like, I, I enjoyed that. It was just like kind of weird puzzle ish aspect to it that I didn't enjoy yeah um you beat it though yeah i beat yeah. it it's like i said it's it's a fairly short game i want to say it's like four hours yeah um then i started playing kingdom two crowns which is i think a game like it's a games with gold uh game this month oh really um yeah and I had no idea what it was. Like I watched the I watched the trailer. I looked at the the screenshots, and I'm like, "What type of game is this? Like, what is going on?" So I decided to play it, and it's a city building, slightly tower defense game, but all side scrolling. How, how does uh, it work? Like, because I I've I've played it. And I, I just like wandered around on a horse a bunch, but I don't, I don't mm-hmm. understand what I did. So you are a king, and you're on your horse, and you essentially you start out with like, a, you know, a couple gold, or like I guess the kind of like tutorial of things. You start yeah, with yeah. a couple gold. You go and you give two gold to these like kind of peasants, and then you go to this like kind of campfire, and you put two gold <laughs> into that, and that turns ah. the campfire into a town and these peasants you you know then you pay two gold to a you know guy who's an archer and two gold or three gold to like a, a armor or, or like a blacksmith and the two peasants you did one goes and becomes an archer and one goes and becomes a uh, a blacksmith and so then you earn gold via just kind of like there's different things like there's a, a banker that you pay and they go and get money. I don't know how that banker works. You give them a gold and each day they bring back more money. It seems like a bad system, but whatever. That's how banking um, works, Yeah, exactly. Um, but like, you know, if an archer shoots a deer, it drops three gold. If it shoots a rabbit, it drops one gold. And if like the archers will go and kind of do their own thing, and if you drive past them, they'll give you the gold that yeah, they yeah, you know, yeah. collected. So you take that gold and you build better posts. You go and you recruit more people. You go and you do all these things and you're basically making your city bigger because it's a day night cycle in day you can build and stuff at night you get attacked sure um and so you're basically just trying to build out and then eventually you build a ship and you can sail to a new island um 
And I made the mistake of like, I'm like, oh, sweet. I'm sailing to a new island. I'm like, oh, crap. I have no money. And so I got to the new island and I'm like, I have one dollar. <laughs> and I, like, I, I literally couldn't get any money. Um, and so like I, I was having a problem where I couldn't get enough. I built like this tiny, tiny town because I didn't have any money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then it got progressively harder and got attacked. And I'm like, well, I died. But then you just start as a new king. Oh, um, interesting. And you go back to your old village, which kind of degrades over time. And so you build that back up, build the ship again, sail the thing. And because every island, you get different, like, um, like uh, kind of uh, uh, stuff to build with. Like, you know, you won't get stone in the first island, yeah, but you'll yeah, get it yeah. in like the third or whatever. And then eventually, I guess you can go back to old islands and build up their defenses. Interesting. Um, it's a, it's a real interesting game that like, I don't think I'll beat it because I think it's like 25 hours long, yeah, but I'm having yeah, yeah. fun just kind of playing around with it. Interesting. Yeah, like um, I said, I need to, I think I need to try it again because I didn't, I, I didn't understand I it when I first played it. Say just like, cause like I said, I think it's a games of gold game this month. Um, just kind of playing around with it. Cause I had no idea going what into it. And I don't really like those type of games, yeah. but like the, the kind of, like I said, it's all side scrolling. So you can go right and go left. That's it. Um, and that kind of aspect of it is, is kind of interesting. Yeah. I, I, I am enjoying it. Interesting. Um, and then I played stories untold, which is by the people who made observation. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, I don't know. It's probably going to get a nod in my game of the year kind of thing. Is that good? Uh, it's real good. It is a text-based horror game. Sure. Um, and it's all done. It's four episodes. It's episodic. And interesting. Um, like the first episode is you know you you uh, are at a like a essentially Commodore sixty four playing like an old like you know Zork kind of game. Sure. Um, and and it says you know like. It, it starts off with, and I'll kind of spoil the first episode, but like there's four of them. It's okay. And so, you know, the first episode is, you know, you're on this text adventure thing and it's all done with like LB. You hold that and that'll bring up like the menu of like, you know, um, look, and then you click look and then, you know, at, uh, it'll bring up like a, not a drop down, but once you hit look, it'll bring up all the options of what you can look at. And so, you know, it's, you're in your car, you know, like your dad says there's a note in the glove box and it's, you know. So look at your open glove box, you get the note out and it's, you know, Oh, I love you so much. You're the greatest son ever. And you know, stuff. And you go into like the house and it's all these things about how this house is amazing, pristine. It's this house. It's just how you left it. You haven't, it's like an old family house and you know, you haven't visited in so long and it's just how you remember. And all these things are perfect and you're going through and you know, your dad says like, Hey, I was up in the attic, the notes, you know, I was up in the attic and I found this, you know, old computer that you, you know, used to love, or I found a gift that you, you know, we really like. And so after you're done searching the house, you go up in your room and it's like, Oh, it's a computer. And it's like, do you want to turn it on? And so you say, you turn it on and the text adventure starts. And it's like, you know, it's the exact same thing, except like the lights go out and then come back on. And it's like, Hey, you'd pull up to the house. It's dilapidated. It's, you know, kind of thing. So you're playing a game in the game of what you just played, except it's completely reversed. Everything has gone to hell. Everything is, you know, thing you read the note and the note just keeps getting, you know, like worse and worse. It's like, turn around, get out, get out, get out, get out, you know? 
every time you read the note, it's like, I can't read the note. It's bleeding. You know? <laughs> like, um, like just all, over and over. And so, you know, you go into the house and in the thing is, you know, you go into the house, there's someone in here. And so like, you know, you open the door to the kitchen, you open the door, you can still feel the presence in the house. And like you go up, you know, it's, a, you go into the room, there's someone at the computer kind of thing. So it's in the game and it's just really effective on how it works. But each thing is episodic because like the next thing has absolutely nothing. It seems to do with the first one. Interesting. Um, and the third one has nothing to do with what it seems the, for, the third one. And then the fourth one kind of ties everything together. It is very good. Is um, it, uh... it so is it on it's on xbox it's like, on pretty much everything did you buy it i did yeah it's only it's, it's 250 right now on steam if you i mean yeah you could get it on steam if you hold on cliff you'll be getting it for christmas yes so i'm so excited um, it's it's excellent it's only about probably three to four hours long that sounds um, really interesting and it's all puzzle based some of it's text based some of it's not um it's very, very good. I I highly, highly suggest it. Huh, that sounds really fun. I'm I'm yeah. excited for Christmas now. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Cool. Uh let's see. What is that that's all you've played, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh I played two games that Colby gave me for my birthday. Woo! Um one is Death Door, which like Colby had played both these games and talked about both of them, but it's been long enough that I had kind of forgotten most of what he said about it. So I'm gonna talk about him again. It'll be fine. Like they're both Maybe very, everyone else has forgotten. Yeah, they're very, very good, and you should absolutely uh, consider buying both of these. So Death, Death Door is getting a lot of Game of the Year buzz. It is. It's like I think if someone had told me there's a game where you play as a crow with like a lightsaber, I would have been like, "Tell me more." <laughs> I Colby must have told me, and I just said, "Tell me more," and then forgot about it. But you're a a reaper um, mm-hmm. who kind of gets tricked into uh, kind of getting. He gets he gets tricked by a, a another reaper. And gets kind of trapped in uh, an area where he has to uh, reap a bunch of souls, uh, like three souls from like big bad guys, essentially bosses, essentially in order to escape. Um, it's it's really hard, and I'm really bad at it. Um, but it's it's a lot of fun. The writing is really 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 good. Um, have, have you made it to the octopus yet? I have not. I am currently... Um, the octopus is my favorite character in that game. I'm talking with the... I can only play it for like 45 minutes at a time before I just get incredibly frustrated with it because I die over and over. and Well, it's not even that I die over and over and over again. I don't think that would bother me. It's that I die over and over again and then have to walk all the way back to where I was, which is kind of a bummer. It's but. kind of a... like I won't say it's a Souls-like, but it kind of is. I, I described it as like Legend of Zelda if Legend of Zelda was a Souls-like. Yeah. Like, it, like the kind of the old school Legend of Zeldas. If you've played um, the demo of Tunic, it plays a ton like Tunic. It's got that kind of... Um, it's got a it doesn't have a you don't have a um like a, a stamina meter exactly um but it is very much a like a roll in stab once roll out roll in stab once roll out kind dodge, of thing yeah. yeah a lot of dodging um and i'm just not particularly good at those kind of games but it the 
the gameplay, there's a lot of puzzle solving it that's really fun and interesting. Um, you're a tiny crow with a lightsaber, which is also very exciting. Um, and I don't think it's long enough that it's going to like, you know, like I'm going to get too frustrated with it. So I, I think I'm just going to like chip at it like a couple hours at a time and, and, and get to that one done. The um, last boss battle is a pain in the ass, I will say that. Every boss battle I've fought so far has been a pain in the oh, ass. <laughs> oh, no. Like, I I beat most of the boss battles, like, first or second try. The The last boss battle took me a long the time. The second boss battle took me, like, six tries. I'm, it, <laughs> I'm it, Maybe you just game. watch watch a walkthrough of the boss battle <laughs> at the end and just call it good. I will it's, say... It's bad. The the one thing that really screwed me up, and it was it was kind of like what you were saying earlier, is like, sometimes these games just don't give you the clue you need is that I didn't realize that hitting a bad guy with my sword refilled an arrow in my arrows. Oh, yeah. And so I like I thought I had four arrows. I just like once I used them, I used them. I'm being like super careful with my arrows. <laughs> and, and then I'm like and then I read a, a tip because I couldn't beat the second boss. And it's like, hey, you know, so whack in and hit him and then you'll get an arrow and you can hit him from a distance. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and it made mm-hmm. the second boss significantly easier. Uh, it's just a fun game, and I don't think it's like I don't think it's super expensive. Um, it's twenty bucks. Yeah, twenty bucks. Like absolutely worth twenty bucks. Um, yeah, if you could catch it on sale, you'd probably be fine too. But Colby's absolutely right; it's getting all sorts of game of the year nods. It's it's real good. Um, the second game I'm playing is Golf Club Wasteland, and man, that game is like like there there are two stories you could tell about this game you could say that it's like it's a it's a golf game it's it's like this weird you know like you're playing golf on a a ruined version of earth and you could say that and you would be 100% right about this game you could also say that this game is like uses golf as a metaphor for like you know, rampant, like, technology being used for the wrong things, you know, about people doing stupid things to this planet with the assumption that they could just go somewhere else. It's, you know, really throws at you the reality of what probably people going to live on another planet to escape this one that they screwed up would actually be like, as opposed to the, like, tech futurism that, you know, we often see. It's a really interesting indictment of just, you know, technology and capitalism and all sorts of stuff set to, like, an absolutely incredible soundtrack with just an absolutely, it's the entire time you're playing this golf game, you're listening to a radio station that's being broadcast to you from Mars, but it's, it's like a, like uh, telling you the story. Yeah. It's telling you the story, but it's got kind of a, like, like NPR feel to it too. Like the best of NPR is what this it feels like. And but it is telling you the story of what happened through music and through like interviews with people that are living on Mars now, it's it's absolutely phenomenal. Um, I'm really really close to beat it, really close to beating it. I uh, I actually thought I was going to beat it over the weekend, and because it's super short, it's like what two or three hours, um, and it's just man, it's so good. If you're not good at golf, it's fine. Like there's a there's a version that you don't have to worry about, you know, not being able to get enough holes. But like you want to get par on everything because it like unlocks diary pages that you can read. Uh-huh. It's man, it is really good. So also, I, it's really cool when you when you beat the game, and I can't remember. There's something you have to do, but you you'll have to look it up when you you beat it because I think it may spoil it. But uh, once you beat the game. They just send you a link to download the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, I'm super excited because the soundtrack's really good. Uh-huh. It's really good. So I, you know, it's it's not uh, 
It's again another game that is not super expensive. Um, oh, it's like seven bucks. Yeah, it's seven bucks on Steam right now. It looks like it's yeah probably ten on the Xbox Store. Absolutely worth that. Super fun game. So so check out Golf Club Wasteland. It's one of those games that I told Colby I was kind of surprised. Like there's probably a good and a bad side to it. Is that I don't think that it did well enough to attract. The kind oh, it's of people, just a tiny, tiny indie game. Yeah, yeah. It didn't. It's one of those games that, if it had attracted the wrong people to it, could have gotten very, very popular just because people would. I mean, there is an episode, or not an episode, a a hole of golf where you're playing on top of a giant Elon Musk statue, um, uh-huh. and not in a good way. Like it's not. Weird nerds would have found it very upsetting. So. Uh, very good game though. So Death Door and Golf Club Wasteland. Colby bought them for me for my birthday, and I give you. I, I assume that's an implicit endorsement from him, um, because yeah. if he's just buying me crappy games, that's kind of lousy, <laughs> really. <laughs> uh, but maybe. Uh, but definitely, definitely ones I would I would recommend too. So good stuff. Uh, Patreon. Let's see. If you go to patreon.com slash podcast, you can donate a little bit of cash to uh, this podcast. Helps us pay some of our bills, that kind of things. Uh, if you are a $10 patron, we read your name every week. And that includes fine, fine people like John Tippins, Sean Palmer, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, and Joe Cole Jr. We have a number of other patrons that uh, aren't in that $10 tier, and we appreciate every single one of them. It, uh, like I said, helps, uh, helps us keep the light on. If you're watching a video of this right now, everyone's got lights. Otherwise, we have to podcast in the dark, and it's very hard to see what's going on. Very hard. I mean, it gets dark very early. Like where Dylan is, like it's only like 3.30. And it's probably already dark because dark. Pacific Northwest is a weird place, man. So uh, anyway, patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Thank you to all of our patrons. Extra life. Bite me podcast.com slash extra life. We are $34 away from Colby turned off his light. So he is no longer that Patreon could only sustain his camp light for so long. Uh we are only $34 away from 4K, so if you have $34 that you want to throw at our Extra Life campaign, I would love it. You can go to bitemepodcast.com slash extra life to make that happen, and that will put us at $4,000. I'll shave some sort of weird mustache if we make four grand. So just throwing that out there. I'll probably do it live on some sort of live stream. You could watch probably my wife shave weird things into my face. I'm just, I'm just saying. If that's something, if that's worth $34 to you, if that's your fetish, <laughs> if if you're like that 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 Scooby Doo one where it comes across and it's it's uh, Fred looking all excited, if that's your thing, you know that's what I'm saying. Thirty four bucks could make that happen. Dylan, help me, sir. News. All right. So I don't want to say I, maybe a lot of you. I, I'm not. I'm not sure how many people this actually affects. But when Spider Man, no, I'm sorry, no, when Marvel's Avengers was announced. I don't know. I mean, that game's been out for a while now, so probably a year and a half ago. They're like, the reason to buy the PlayStation version is because the PlayStation version is the only one that's getting the Spider-Man DLC. And it seems like it's been a long time coming. Like, I mean, getting DLC, I don't even know how long after games launch now. I think it's free, I guess. I don't, I don't really know. Um, but it seems like a long, long time. And all the other DLC... Um, has come with single player missions. They've, you know, they've like given you some some story missions to kind of get that character into the game, and then you can play them in the multiplayer. And with Spider Man, they're like, nah, nah, let's let's just not do that. Like, who cares? I mean, 
super important people like Kate Bishop. I don't even know who that is. Like, I'm sure a lot of you do because... Uh, Spider-Woman? Could be. I don't know. She got story missions. Um, Hawkeye got story or... missions. Black Panther got story missions. Spider-Man? Nah. We're just gonna just give you some audio logs and illustrated cutscenes, and <laughs> that'll get you right into the game. So... No, she's, she's Hawkeye. Say that again? Kate Bishop is Hawkeye. Oh, I think you said hot guy, and I was very, very confused as to the hot guy character named Kate Bishop, but Marvel's weird, so maybe. Um, anyway. only like a little over a year old. It seems like that game is so much older than that. September 4th, 2020. Hmm. Anyway, I guess if you've been waiting a year and two months for that great Spider-Man DLC to drop on your PlayStation. I thought that game came out in May of 2020. Yeah, I don't know, man. Anyway, um, yeah, just take that straight to multiplayer. Get your web slinging on there because I'm guessing there's a ton of people playing this multiplayer right now. Um, I guess maybe it got a little boost from from the Xbox, but you're not playing with them because they don't have it. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. This is this is the reason that platform exclusive content is stupid. Um, like literally the reason. Anyway, whatever. You know what else is stupid? That's when, when one of you says who. and But guessing Blizzard is also a, a good choice. Um, I, don't, I don't know where to start here. Should we start with, with Blizzard's plans to fix their problems? Or should we start with the reason that Blizzard has problems? Do you guys have a preference? Is the reason they have problems because they're all shitty? Yes. So, <laughs> there's a new report... Uh, you know, so a lot of, 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 you know, Blizzard's problems have revolved around kind of like a frat bike boy culture and, you know, people doing stuff that just shouldn't be done at a, like, place of work. Um, there was an, an employee that worked at their company for years um, who had his email signature set to 1-800-ALLCOCK, um, and it took <laughs> years for someone to say, like, Hey, maybe that's not cool. He eventually did get fired. But like, I mean, Dylan, you, you work at a, a normal place of business. If you change your email signature to, you know, Dylan, 1-800-ALLCOCK, how long do you think it would take before HR was like, hey, Dylan, maybe this isn't a cool thing to do? <laughs> Probably over a year. <laughs> I, I imagine no one actually reads it. <laughs> I don't know why you would do that. It's hilarious. But like, why... What Why makes you, you think that's think okay? That, like, what makes you right. think that's an awesome thing to do? I, Nor is someone going to try to reach out to you. <laughs> <laughs> I in my in my head canon now that guy actually bought that eight hundred number and like set it up so it just like, forwarded no, that's to actually his my cell phone, phone. number. <laughs> right. And if that was the case, then do you I think that that guy? Clear. Like, I mean, do you think I don't? I don't know what what that ends up being. So, like, that guy just actually had. 1-800, like, what would that be? Uh, 2552625. That, there's only three numbers in that entire... <laughs> I don't know. I I just can't... Like, I'm, I'm so intrigued by the mentality of someone who would, first of all, like, go like, huh, this is going to be funny, and then wouldn't get, like... Im- like my my email signature 
ends up it, it, when it sends out when I'm on vacation, it's broken. And both times my boss is like, hey, maybe he's like, Cliff, you need to fix your email signatures. It's broken. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's only on this. I can't fix it. Need to look into that. I'm like, if I put all cock in mine, I, I, they would find me two days later. I would be fired. Yeah. It's just so weird to me. Anyway, like that's the problem at Blizzard is that you can put that in your email signature and just not have, like, I don't expect you to get fired for that. Like, you should probably, probably get a stern talking to <laughs> like that should go in your file someone in the chain should go like i don't know it seems suspect maybe don't. maybe don't maybe don't maybe don't do that maybe just just don't do that the good news is the good news is is they have a plan all right and so my, my favorite part of this is last week remember how we were talking about how um they, 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 you know, Bobby Kotick wrote an email and then decided it would be best coming from that torture apologist because she was a woman. <laughs> um, this week, they've formed a committee. They've made the people in charge of that committee the two women on their board. <laughs> like, I will say, I'm shocked that there are two women on Activision's board. They do not seem like the kind of company that would have that going. But these, the two women are in charge of it. I'm like... <laughs> You guys know that we're not falling for this twice, right? <laughs> um, the committee will, quote, require management to develop key performance indicators and or other means to measure progress and ensure accountability. The chief executive officer, Billy Kotick, along with the chief people officer and chief compliance officer will provide frequent progress reports to the committee, which will regularly brief the full board. The committee is empowered to retain outside consultants or advisors, including independent legal counsel, to insist in this work. You'll note that does not say anything about asking the people that actually work there what they want to do. 2,000 of them have said, hey, maybe we should just fire Bobby Kotick. <laughs> You'll note that was not included in that. Um, but Bobby Kotick mm. says, hey, I will absolutely quit you know, eventually, if we can't fix this, don't worry, it'll be fine. <sighs> Blizzard, man. Yeah. <laughs> They're the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, we talked about this a little bit uh, in our long-ranging discussion of, uh, of GTA earlier. Uh, one of the people's kind of primary complaints is that they kind of like the old version. Like it was, it was very moddable. There's been communities that have been working on, you know, making updates for that forever. And I'm going to say what, two weeks before the new one came out, they just got pulled from everywhere. Like you can no longer buy them. Um, and the good news is, it's like good news. It's like air quote good news is that those are available again, but only on the Rockstar store. So like if you want to go buy something through a, you know, the Rockstar launcher, which was down for what? 48 hours last week. Um, yeah. you, Did you they can, ever figure out why that was? I, I, I don't know. My guess the, is not good. Uh, I Well, I know that the hot coffee was still in there. <laughs> Whoops. Um, in the source code, um, which is what got them in trouble in the first place. Um, would you? Because... I would love to see what the hot coffee mod looks like now. Like if if we no, just it's, look, it's at... awful. Even at, even at the time, it looked bad. <laughs> um, but also, someone rooted around and found that a bunch of the pulled songs, yeah, are actually um, in the code. Device, yeah, were in the thing. So I wonder if there was something to do with that. That would be my guess. Um, anyway, those are available through the Rockstar Store now. That doesn't do us any good if you're on a console. Doesn't do us any good if you prefer to buy your stuff via Steam. Um, yeah, but whatever. Like it's it's better than it was. So you can go grab them via Rockstar and and mod them to your heart's content. Uh, I have an LG TV. Colby has an LG TV. What kind of TV do you have, Dylan? 
Vizio. Vizio, good choice. <laughs> I, I think that's that's fine, actually. None of us have a TV new enough that we'll be able to play GeForce Now via it. But if you were out today buying like a fancy like 4K OLED QNED, I don't know what a QNED TV is. Um, a mini LED or nano cell TV, um, say for Thanksgiving. Um, I will say every time I walk into Costco, there's like a 75 inch LG QLED TV that I just sit and like kind of stare at, like with this kind of open blank stare in my mouth. I'm just like, oh. Um, if you were to buy one of those, uh, very soon, I, maybe now, but but soon, you're actually going to be able to install an app on the like smart TV part of that and play GeForce Now directly on your television. Which I think is pretty dope. Um, it'll include like I mean like you can just go play Rocket League on that game's free to play, so you can just install Rocket League. Destiny Two is free to play, so you can install it and just play it directly on your TV. You just have to have a, a video game controller. Um, you know, it's gonna. It's starting out in beta. There's gonna be you know a handful of games, but there are 35 free to play games that you can just jump in and play directly on your TV, which I think is pretty cool. Like I, I think GeForce Now might, with the exception of of uh, Xbox's X Cloud, I think GeForce Now actually might be the the like PC version of game streaming that I think might stand the best shot of actually being successful. I don't know. What about the Google one whose name I forgot already? <laughs> that I was desperately trying to pull it. Shoot, no, I can't I'm remember of it. Still... Stadia, Stadia. Stadia, we there we go. <laughs> I thought of the, the Uwa or whatever. Like, what was the thing before I thought of Stadia? I'm like, it's not that. I tell you, man. Like, GeForce Now is actually very cool. And it's it's nice because they let you play your own Steam games. And I think that that is, that is the way to go. So if you got a brand new TV, you know, or getting a brand new TV after, uh, you know, after Black Friday, give it a... Oh, here's an ad for an LG, uh, an LG QNED TV. It's very shiny. I guess that's good. I don't know. How much is it? Uh, I'll click on it. And... The answer is I can get up to a thousand dollars off of it, which means that it is very, oh, wow. very expensive. <laughs> Let's see, a eighty-six inch QNED TV is three thousand um, dollars. A seventy-five inch mini LED TV, on the other hand, is thirty-five hundred dollars. So, if you're spending like a couple grand on a TV, odds are good you're going to be able to. Uh, you're going to be able to play GeForce now on it. Man, that's so expensive. What what's the difference between QNED and OLED? I don't I don't understand. I don't I don't know. I have no idea. They're all very bright and shiny though and they make my my current like TV look really crappy and that makes me sad. Um what do you do? I saw you, I saw 8K 8K TVs the other day, which is the dumbest thing in the entire world. Absolutely stupid. So Super stupid. Uh, Phil Spencer uh, would like you to be able to play any video game you want to. Um, he says, quote, my hope, and I think I have to present it in that way as of now, is as an industry we'd work on legal emulation that allowed modern hardware to run within reason any, I'm sorry, to run any within reason older executable allowing someone to play any game. Um I think in the end, if we said, hey, anybody should be able to buy any game or own any game and continue to play, that seems like a great North Star for us as an industry. And I think that's really cool. 
Um, I don't know if there's much more of a story to that, but I think it's great that someone who is in very in charge of things comes out and said like, why can't I buy, why can't I emulate Nintendo games on my Xbox? That seems dumb. Um, why can't I play all Nintendo games on my Switch? And I, I think, I think we as a group of people can say it's ridiculous that there's like four or 500, you know, Nintendo games, four or 500, 800 SNES games, and you just can't play them anywhere legally. And I think that's, that's dumb, right? Like, I think we can agree that's dumb. Yeah, I think it's dumb. I don't like it. Anyway, good good, good guy Phil Spencer continues to be a good guy. Like, man, when Phil Spencer milkshake, milkshake ducks, it's going to be so hard. Like, he's going to... It's going to turn out he runs some sort of, like, cabal of something terrible. Like, it's just, just the way it's got to go. He's like... He's Q. <laughs> he just needs to die. Like, like he needs to, like, Mr. Rogers. Like, he just needs to be dead so we can say, Bob Ross, everything he did was great. Um, and, like, there's no chance that he's going to do anything bad going forward. Okay. So, Colby, you think that Sonic the Hedgehog smells like... Warm dog. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't. I don't know how to describe it. No, there's there's a smell that dogs have when they like go outside and get kind of rambunctious. It's not exactly sweaty, yeah. but it's like yeah, they just they smell, have a stank. Yeah. It's not good. It's not good at all. What What do you think that Sonic smells like, Dylan? Blue raspberries. So no, blue raspberries aren't like a thing. So does he smell like? I mean, like there, you can't go eat a blue raspberry. Do you think he's like like he smells like kind of like a, a fancy snow cone? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that Sonic the Hedgehog probably smells kind of of like ozone, like just like you know. I think I'm the only person here who's had a hedgehog, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah, so I mean, like, if anyone's gonna know what a hedgehog smells like, it's this guy. So once upon a time, Colby had a hedgehog. And that hedgehog died, and. Yeah. It was the middle of the winter in Utah, which means that the ground was frozen six inches down. Like we weren't gonna, we weren't gonna like dig a hole for a hedgehog, and like it seemed kind of disrespectful. You're misremembering the story. Am I? That was actually a guinea pig. No, no, it was your hedgehog. Absolutely, absolutely, it was the hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Guinea pig, we would just throw it away. It's uh, no, I, I guarantee you, this was a hedgehog. Oh, Brooks says it was a guinea pig. <laughs> Bam! Dang. I, well, I'm going to continue telling the story anyway. Just pretend, it's, story. just pretend it's a hedgehog. So, dies. Frozen ground. We're not going to throw it away. That seems disrespectful. So, what do you do? You put it in your garage. You tell your garage, like, it's like a refrigerator. It never gets above 30, right? Until springtime. And I was going to say that I think hedgehogs actually smell kind of like decomposition. But it turns out that's actually mm. what guinea pigs smell like. Was it, was it your hairless yeah. guinea pig? It was. Ah, it was Wally. Rip. And I want to point out, I wanted to throw it away. Mom and Dad said, "Wait, we'll bury it." Yeah, I had no say in yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I would have, I would have been fine. It's dead. Just chuck it in the trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's not going to guinea pig heaven What's, if it does. Like, it's not like you know we need to like perform some ceremony or it. All can't. guinea like, pigs go to heaven, Colby. What's no. what's is it the Simpsons it, where he he's doing like does like the the paddles yeah, on the, the thing hamster. yeah goes yeah. over into the basketball hoop yeah yeah, yeah. okay so this is the hardest part of my job yeah so dog sweat 
blue uh blue raspberry i think like kind of an ozone smell although having seen the boys it's a possibility they also smell like whatever he's run through lately um mm. which could be a person uh apparently son of the hedgehog smells of citrus fruit so i guess think lemon lime orange um and leather because you can now buy sonic the hedgehog cologne um and and it doesn't smell like anything you would think of it would actually smell like so i i don't know is that is that something that interests you do you want to smell like sonic the hedgehog do you think you get the ladies by smelling like sonic the hedgehog i can only assume this is on like axe body spray level like it's not you're saying you don't think it smells good well i don't think this is a high quality product in which you might receive it and go like oh this turned alcohol like that's not good. The gorgeous, refreshing, yet also strangely invigorating Sonic the Hedgehog Blue Blur Cologne has apparently been given the seal of approval from the famous Speedy Hedgehog himself. They asked a cartoon hedgehog if he would give their seal of approval. <laughs> Do you think he Urkel said yes. told them that it was okay? Absolutely. The smell is described as fresh citrus, a zing of grapefruit zest, an exotic lemon and lime. Have you, Do you ever look at a lemon and go like, ooh, exotic? I could grow one of those in my backyard. I mean, yes, but only because I am actually a time-traveling, like, seaman from the 1600s. Yeah, if you'd you'd had one, you would have been able to get scurvy. Uh, Topped with the scent of the ocean breeze and chilled melon uh, melon fade. Take pleasure in the rich bass tones of leather, suede, and cedar. Sounds... Sounds, dude. It's it, it it just smells like bod, <laughs> right? There's like, there's those are too many smells. Those are those are too many smells. Is Dylan old enough to remember bod? I can't imagine. Uh, maybe. Yeah. 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 Um, there's also there's like Windex cologne. <laughs> there is a, a Yakuza cologne as well. Quote unquote created for the night. And we'll have you when smelling I, when I like played the Yakuza and there was a bunch of sweaty Yakuza guys. I'm like, bet you they smell. It'll nice. have you smelling like the clan's finest crime boss. Ooh, that is not a sentence I like. It, it, it doesn't. <laughs> I'll have you smelling like the clan. It doesn't smell. It flaunts a scent of ocean, uh, antique oak, cedarwood, beeswax, infused with smoky bourbon, leathery rose, and scorching pimento. <laughs> Shenmue also has a cologne. <laughs> Oi. Anyway, I don't. I don't want to smell like any of those things. That's the long and short of it. <laughs> All right, Dylan, help me into this next bit. Hey, yo, Vinny. We're going to ask some questions now. Vinny says, what are your thoughts on the free-to-play multiplayer for games like Halo? A lot of people love the ease of access of getting people into it. A lot of others say they wish it was $60 like it used to be, so they wouldn't have to deal with all the new microtransactions that come along with a free-to-play game. What do you think? Is, is, uh, is are, are free-to-play games a, a, a blessing uh, or like a curse? The, I like to, you know, the idea that just because a game costs money, there won't be microtransactions. Yeah. Have you talked to EA lately? Uh. <laughs> EA not only puts microtransactions in their paid games, but they also include, like, in-game advertisements. Yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? Are you are you pro or anti free-to-play multiplayer games? I like free-to-play multiplayer. It kind of makes sense, I guess, when you launch alongside of, like, a campaign or whatever, I guess. I mean, it's nice to... 
I mean, I guess like to me, this would include Fortnite. Like you know, like there are right. a lot of free to play. I mean, Rocket League now is is in that same camp, and I mean, I guess I guess I would say as long as the microtransactions are either like a cosmetic or b like a season's pass like who cares like is there yeah i don't know i don't understand why anyone and i guess the thing is if you're willing to pay 60 dollars for it like i don't know buy 60 dollars worth of microtransactions and call it good i i, I don't right. i don't know why i i absolutely believe him that there are people that are mad about this but it's just because people are mad about everything right so yes i don't it's the internet i mean it's gamers I guess, like, I could see the argument that a free-to-play game is different because it's just how they set up yeah, having things like cosmetics and stuff, like, and that progression process is noticeably different between a free. So it's like, yeah, because I know, like, when I logged into Halo, I'm like, I kind of hate this, like. <laughs> Like, because it it did have that kind of not that that's bad. I don't really care, but like it, you notice it. Yeah. So it's like there there is an appeal to that. When I used to boot up Halo, I was like, that's all it was. Is yeah, like, Halo. I jump in. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a blue guy or a red guy or a green guy or a like I don't know. Like sometimes I do get a little like overwhelmed by all these menus of cosmetics oh, yeah. and doodly bobs that don't matter. Like, so I can see that. I, is it really a worthwhile thing to complain about? Probably. I, I guess I think I absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. But yeah. I think Colby's right. Like, it doesn't matter if that game's free to play or not. You're still going to have that crap in it. I mean, you know, right. it's, it's always going to be right. there. So I, yeah. I think I would rather have a free game that a bunch of people can play that I can play with all my friends without having to make them buy something then throw a price tag on it. So, right. All right. Call next question is from you. So you have to answer it and you have to read the entire thing. Okay. Let me scroll down. Okay. My, my, uh, mouse. <laughs> Colby's trying to replace the batteries of, in his mouse as I ask him to do this. I, and so I'm, I'm having problems scrolling. Okay. Uh, yo, what uh small detail in a game? What, uh, what's a small detail in a game that blew your mind? Blew my mind. Do you want me to answer mine yes, first? Yes, please. Um, uh, telephone lines in Red Dead Redemption 1. Because oh, you spent yeah. the entire game playing in like this Old West, you know, kind of thing. And you've pictured the Old West being just a lifetime ago. Yeah, yeah. And then when you go into... I don't remember what the town is in the first Red Dead Redemption, and you you're going into town. You're like, why are there telephone poles in this game? And then you realize, like, oh, this game takes place in 1911. So I don't know. It's just like one of those weird things where I I know you've talked about it not on this before, but I think it's the is it the, the Newton boys, or the yeah, great train robbery, yeah, yeah, or yeah, whatever, where those guys were on Carson. Carson. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. I think it was. I think it was the Newton Boys movie. You like watch the the end credits, and they're interviewing these like dudes on on Johnny Carson. It was so strange to see. I don't think people realize that. First of all, like if you were born in you know eighteen eighty, and I mean a lot of the quote unquote like old west 
was t- I mean like yeah. like Seattle wasn't really settled until like the like late 1800s early 1900s you know um yeah. you know when you think about like you know the gold rush was 1850 essentially yeah. so you know a lot of the people that were alive um I mean like our great grandparents were alive for that uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. and I don't know why but like that always just kind of stuck with me of like writing in and going like telephone lines but i'm in the old west oh like the old west was not as long ago as you think well it's like like have you ever have you ever done the the the, you you run across it on like buzzfeed listicles all the time that like the uh like the fax machine was invented in like the 1800s at some point like 1880s 1870s you're like well that doesn't make any sense they're like oh no they used to run it through like barbed wire fences and stuff (laughs) you're like that's weird um yeah no no that that makes a that's a that's an interesting poll i would not have thought about that so that's cool yeah that's a good one that's cool um you know one thing that i and like i'm not like a graphics guy really like that's not my my thing like if my if my xbox or my computer can run a video game that's generally good enough for me but i I recently got a new video card and uh it supports um ray tracing now, and I know like yeah. the Xbox Series X supports ray tracing, but I didn't, I don't, I probably just haven't noticed it or I haven't gone looking for it specifically. And I think there's also like a difference in how the Xbox supports it and how PCs do it. And uh, the other day when I got it, I was like, I don't know, uh, I'll go try something that would be cool. And so I, uh, Control came out for free on, um, Prime Gaming, um, I, but I think it like just loaded into your Origin account or your Epic account. So I installed Control and just like kind of like played around a little bit the first of that. And the the ray tracing that was really cool, where you're actually looking, you know, you're running on like a smooth tile or a smooth cement floor that's reflective because it's glossy. And you'll look at an office, and the office window and the lights will be reflecting off the floor. And I was like, that's a that's a cool little like I. I would not say that that would make or break a game, and if it didn't have it, I would never go like, oh, I wonder why this reflective glossy floor isn't reflecting that light. That seems like a mistake to me. Um, And I wouldn't like, you know, I would never like discount something that didn't do that. But it was kind of a a cool just like little thing that I thought was was kind of fun, you know. And like I said, I don't don't know if I would ever notice it if I hadn't gone looking for it, but going looking for it, I was like, oh, that's that's kind of cool. So I I like that. What about you, Dylan? What's a a little thing in video games that that you thought was cool? I've been kind of thinking about this. I can't really come up with anything that I, I liked, enough to, to talk about. So. You know what I will say? One of the like this is maybe this is a bigger thing, but like the first time, and man, this is this is me being old. Um, the first time I played a video game over the internet with a friend of mine was uh-huh. mind-boggling. Me and a guy that I knew. His name was um, Matt Giver. Um, we played Doom 2 over a direct modem to modem connection, um, multiplayer, and it was incredible. And this was probably 1997, well, let's see, 1996 is the year I graduated from high school. So it was before I graduated from high school. Um, so this was probably like 90... 495 96 96, somewhere in there and like the fact that 
my computer could call his computer and we could play Doom with each other was crazy. And it didn't it didn't work at all. It was horrible. And the problem was is like cell phones didn't exist. So if you had a problem, you had to disconnect and then call them on the phone <laughs> and like, okay, this is what we're gonna try next. And then hang up and then try again. And if someone called your house, it just disconnected you. <laughs> so it was not a good experience. But the first time I played like a game with someone else over the phone was crazy cool. And I think we did it exactly once because it was not a good experience, but it was a really yeah, neat experience. I remember doing yeah, it. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Yeah. So cool. Uh, let's see. Next question is from uh, Prime Fan. He says, now that Battlefield 2042 is out, are you planning on buying the game? And I'm going to just say nope. Nope. Yeah. No. It's uh, it's apparently not good either. It's it's I think currently in the top ten lowest rated games on Steam because uh, apparently it, yeah it's not it's not good. Um, it doesn't it's had all sorts of problems running. It crashes. It's got all sorts of bugs. Um, and apparently once you can get in, it's not super fun to play either. So not my I'll not say my something jam on that. I guess um, I was kind of thinking about it. and It's like. Part of me is grateful that a Grand Theft Auto game only comes out every five or <laughs> ten years at this point because I can enjoy it um, after playing Battlefield games for over 20 years. Like, at some point, like, I've, I think I'm, I don't, I think I've had it. At, at some point, they just run out of ideas, like, right? Right. It's like, because at the end of the day, it's kind of the same game. Um, yep. And sometimes it only takes like three iterations of a game, and I'm like, I'm over yeah. it. Yeah. I um I just don't care. I wish I wish Grand yeah. Theft Auto games were like every five years, every six years. Like I think like the Far Cry series seems to be like <laughs> like kind of a good pace where you get one every like three or four. Like that that's good. Like that that's enough time to, to go by. I don't need more than that. But like every like I mean, what point are we at now? Annual things. Yeah, the annual's just not for me. I mean, when did Grand Theft Auto... I mean, Grand Theft Auto, we're like at, what, eight, nine years at this point? Yeah, yeah, so... Like, I would have have liked another Grand Theft Auto in 2017, 2018. Like, that would have been better. You got Red Dead. Yeah, I did get Red Dead, so... But I want both of those. I want... I want... I want those to be, like, staggered releases every, like, two and a half, three years. That's that's what I really want, so... All right, next question. Uh, Monotoon Screaming wants to know... Oh, I'm sorry, actually, next Next question is Miss Happy Childhood says, what are your top three choices for the best Nintendo Switch games with the most fun and play, I will say, slash replay value? What's your, what are your favorite Switch games? Um, I played... Um, I think, I think, I guess I would keep in mind too, I think she's got kids that she's, she's looking probably to grab one of these for Christmas would be my guess. What's the game that you'd put 150 hours into recently that I cannot think of the name of? Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley, gosh, that game's good. Um, if you're not buying it for kids, um, one of my favorite ones is, um, wow, I literally just looked it up and I've gone blank. Um, Katana Zero. Oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Not for you know. kids. If you're, if you're, uh, then we'll go with um, one of the uh, Steam World games. Oh yeah, the Steam World games um, are super good. Um, Steam World Dig, Steam World Dig Two. My dog's eating my feet. <laughs> I don't care for it. <laughs> um, 
The SteamWorld games are all very good. You like the SteamWorld card game, right, Dylan? The like, yeah, it was yeah. fun. Those are all great, and those are all just like digital. Um, the Cat Quest games are on Switch, right, Cole? I, it seems like I played Cat's yep. Quest Two on the Switch, and that's those are really fun, um, family friendly, real full of like good puns. Um, I, I will say that like a lot of the mainstream. Like Nintendo games, I'm not a huge fan of. I was not a big fan of like Mario um, Odyssey. Mario Kart is a great choice. Um, I Monster Sanctuary is on Switch. Monster Sanctuary is Colby's choice. Um, I what do you what do you guys think about Mario Party? I've never really quite figured out how Mario Party works. I own it. I've never. Yeah, I've I've never figured that out. I own it too. Um, Funny enough, I played that this weekend. What did you think? Like. Uh, is that good? It's so much. It's actually a lot of fun. Um, it, it's always a blast when you're playing it kind of thing. I don't... It's definitely a game you want to have, like... I think you really want to have four people playing yeah, yeah, it, yeah. though. Because um, it will just put a bot in. Because it needs four people for the different mini games and stuff. Um, but whether you're actually, like, playing the board game and then doing the mini games or just, like, playing a run of mini games. Yeah, like, yeah. It's... It's... It's very enjoyable um i definitely would recommend that especially i don't know probably with younger audiences um and i saw that the newer one came out that is a an amalgam of like 64 and gamecube mario parties yeah 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 i uh i would say untitled goose game is on the switch and that game is very very it's short like so not not a lot of play value but you can play that co-op and it is a heck of a good time um do you guys remember snipper clips snipper clips was a good time mm-hmm. i like that game a lot it's so fun. there's i mean there's there's a lot of games you're, you're gonna have a great time on that i think any yeah. of those would be would be good for you so all right next question is from uh monotone screaming he wants to know what is your favorite type of customization in video games do you like uh, and this is like character customization. Do you like the Diablo style of like putting on a skin and a bunch of weapons? Um, so it looks like something you've just unlocked a bunch of stuff. Or do you like, um, you know, leveling up and getting new skins? I would say, you know, like the Destiny style stuff where you can get a bunch of things and then like color them all the same. Do you guys have a, a preference? Do you like, do you, I guess when you're playing a game like, like Diablo, do you like those. seek out getting like those matched sets? Do you? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. You want your character to look cool? I do. I, I there's nothing I hate more than like when you're like a mismatched. low level character and it's all mishmash <laughs> like weird shit put together on one guy. You're like, look at I'm a giant barbarian and I've got this cleaver and a witch's hat because why not? <laughs> I uh, I think that was one of the weirdest parts about um, what's that Ubisoft like m- like mythical game. Um, um, Phoenix, Phoenix Rising, Rising, yeah. Like, you got all sorts of interesting gear in that, and I think the idea was that you would wear them all, you know, like, I've got the Athena set, and so you'd wear all that stuff together, but they, they didn't work that way, so you were weird, like, my character was so weird looking in that game, I had just, like, this mismatch of, like, and they were all kind of outlandish, too, so they were weird, and, you know, I'm like, I'm wearing a lion head, along with, like, a purple bikini, it was, it was very, very strange, so, but I'm not, like, that, that kind of stuff doesn't bother me, I rarely go for, like, the full sets of stuff, I usually just go with whatever's, I think it was one thing I liked about Destiny, is you could just get the most powerful powerful stuff and then just color it so it was all the right same color like i liked the dyes so what about you dylan i mean 
I don't know if I particularly care too much, but I think I do hate when something I really like looks really stupid. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's pretty much. This all is I'll my say. best like, year. Like but... I don't want to use this because it looks stupid. I like. I'm actually a big. Like I don't like games that have helmets that cover your face either. Like I hate when you get like a really cool helmet, but it's like a full face mask. I'm like, I, it just looks silly. Like I, I didn't. I mean, first of all, I can't imagine ever wearing like full face armor is actually advantageous to much of anything. Um, like I guess like in like a futuristic space shooter where you've got you know like it's glass and you can see through it. But every once in a while you'll get one of those like helms that just has like little eye slits. I'm like. You have no peripheral vision. This is not a good helmet, sir. Like just, just stop. This is real dumb. Um, yeah. So I, I think, I think probably my choice is like a Destiny style where I can get wherever I want, get the best stuff, and then die it. But I, I you know, you can do that in Diablo. Can you? 3. It's been a long time. Yeah. So I've never played Diablo Three. Call remember? Never played it. Yeah, exactly. I never played it. <laughs> uh, my kid says, "What's your favorite thing to draw? Like if you're drawing, and you have to keep this safe for work, call. Like we know what your favorite thing to draw is. You've drawn them on." <laughs> Every like condensed window I've ever owned, but if you're if you just sit like what's what what do you draw well like is there anything you you draw well? Yeah, do you remember the time at work when I drew one on the whiteboard, but I mistakenly used a sharpie, <laughs> and so for a glorious like hour and a half until we figured out how to get sharpie off of a whiteboard, there was just a giant you know what on our work. you just use your your best imagination to figure what colby would be drawn on stuff yeah i'm a i'm a big like box doodler when i draw when i'm like doodling on a like during meeting taking notes or something i always draw like 3d cubes like that's my that's my thing so i don't know what, what, what do you draw dylan um Little weird aliens. Oh, I, probably. I do like little weird aliens. That's a good. That's yeah. a good call. That's a good call. My kids like various circles and the, antennas and I don't big eyes. I, I like know. it. My kid's gotten super into doing pixel art. Um, he does a lot of a lot of cool pixel stuff. It's kind of it's fun to fun to see. He's pretty good at it. So that's cool. All right. So Joe Coleslaw is bringing in the like. And this is a this is a long question and it's it's involved. So he says first he says what it do boo and I, I don't know what that means exactly but I think Joe's hitting on me. Uh, seeing how it is the autumn harvest and the official start of the holiday season. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. I think happy thanks this this podcast will actually come out on Thanksgiving. We probably should have said happy Thanksgiving earlier than this. Like this could be the thing where you're just like hey family I'm done talking to politics with my weird uncle. Um, I got something to do and that something could do could just be listening to this podcast uh since 2017 the answer to a previous what are you thankful for in gaming question will always be game pass which is true i am very thankful for game pass let's mix it up a bit um you are in charge of the multiverse thanksgiving meal which actually you should not put me in charge of that that's a bad idea but you have to choose up to 12 video game characters from any franchise uh, to invite for the big feast of Thanksgiving, what is your best list for a successful gathering? He also says you could, you, we could do one where everything goes wrong. Um, I think we should mix those. That, that's just adding Trevor. Adding Trevor, absolutely. <laughs> adding who? Who would you, if you if you can invite video game characters to your to your your Thanksgiving? Or, or like you're having a Thanksgiving, I assume. Call is there, you're having mom over, right? How long? Oh, really? Well, yeah, but like my Thanksgiving is—I don't do Thanksgiving. You're clothes. cooking a massive holidays. turkey, right? 
No. Huge turkey. 25-pound turkey. Biggest turkey. Yeah. I'm getting Indian food, and I told my wife today, and she agreed, if we didn't get Indian food, I'd rather, like, we'd get these little tuna packets with crackers that everything's already pre-made. I'd rather eat that than make a turkey yeah, meal. That's fair. That's absolutely fair. Are you making a big turkey, Dylan? Are you, like, smoking one? I do not. That's okay. I, I, I don't. Have you thought about having, have you thought about having Indian food? Because it really is the best Thanksgiving. I made a cranberry sauce. Ooh, I do like a good cranberry sauce. I don't like the, like, it's the canned good. kind, but, like, a homemade cranberry sauce, pretty dope. I like both. Yeah, that's good. That's good. They're different. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I'm not anti-cranberry in a can. Just not, like, not my, my favorite thing. So, uh, I'm going to uh, Walt Disney World. For, I, I can't remember where I'm going, but I've got a reservation to go to, like, some breakfast buffet for, for uh, Thanksgiving. So, we're doing we're doing Thanksgiving breakfast. So, should be all right. Uh, so who, who would you, who would we invite to our, our Thanksgiving if we wanted it to be successful? Like who, who successful for me is take all of the RPG characters from like the Super Nintendo area era who are mute and have them come. Yeah. You're not really much, much for parties, uh, are you? Chrono Trigger. Um, I don't know. Everyone who never said a word and I'm like, cool, my kind of people. (laughs) Moral of this story is this, don't invite Colby to your party because he's not going to have fun. <laughs> I am anti-fun. Anti-fun. Uh, what, what about like uh, like John Marsden? Don't you think he would make a good um, a good addition to your Thanksgiving? Yeah. No. He'd be great. You guys could talk Listen, about I think hunting this... and fishing and being antisocial together. I think I have... Do you know how bad John Marston probably smells? Probably Cliff? terrible. He could shower yeah. first. He's old. Yeah. yeah. Not in my bathroom. Why? B- b- share the wealth, yeah, Cole. Share your share old. your running water with a poor, stinky cowboy. <laughs> From the... <laughs> no. hundred years ago. How, uh, what about the... What about... What's her name? Uh, from Metroid. She's, she's quiet. She didn't talk. Yeah, see? No, I think she's, she does she's nice. the new one. <laughs> oh, she does the new one. That's a bummer. Um, well, I was just thinking, I think I've answered similarly to a different question. It's like, you think about video game characters, and generally they're all bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're bad good guys, so it's like, most of these people have killed a lot a of lot people. A lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or aliens or something. Um, maybe Ratchet. Ratchet I like Ratchet and Clank. And Clank. I think that's a good they're choice. Nice. They saved the they saved the galaxy. I don't think the the clank would eat much either. Like leave some turkey no, for me. More for yeah, me. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. What about uh like Banjo and Kazooie? They said like I think it would be fun to yeah, have a cartoon. I think all those here. buddy buddy action platformer yeah. characters is probably your best. So bet. we're going to have Ratchet and Clank and uh Banjo and Kazooie. Do we allow Tui to come too? I think Tui can. Colby says no to Tui. I don't know if Sly Cooper can come because there's like thieves. But they're they're raccoons, right? Yeah, they're cute, but they're going to steal Do you know how many raccoons could come to my my party, Dylan? I want only raccoons. A party that is just raccoons. Like, they can steal everything. That's fine. They're adorable. What about uh, uh, Gex? Can Gex and Spyro come? They can come, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Gex is a pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, What about... um, Oh, does anyone have a funny Gex story? Because I do. Please, tell us your Gex story, Cole. So I'm trying to remember who is the guy who voiced Gex. Um, he's famous. He is, I have zero me, idea. <laughs> if you Dana Gould. Oh really? Um, voiced Gex. Huh. Yes. 
And so he voiced Gex, and he is out, like, on, like, I don't know, tour or whatever he's doing. And he's like, hey, that, that game I'm in was released. I should go buy it. And so he goes to, like, a software, etc., in, like, a mall. And he goes up, and he's like, hey, do you guys have Gex? And the guy by the computer goes, um, it's actually Jex. <laughs> it's pronounced Jex. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Gex. He's like, no. It is Jax. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Um, how about um, Jax and Daxter? Jack and Daxter. Yeah, they can they can come right. Yeah, and uh, I never really played those. Ones. What, what, what's the weird alien one that when we uh, we talked recently about the the end boss being a clan member? Um, oh shoot. They're aliens, kind of. Uh, Toe Jam and Earl. Can Toe Jam and Earl come? Toe Jam and Earl. Oh, right, Perfect. Right, right, right. I think that's 12. How about Conker? Conker. No, Conker cannot. Oh, he's a cute squirrel. Man, I don't know. I went out this morning to go buy milk, and there was a squirrel across the street, and it was real cute, and I liked it a lot. So maybe maybe Conker can come, too. Um, I think that, I think that's a good plan. Okay, so we've, we've got our... We're, we're filling our, our table full of, like, buddy... What about the two geese from from Untitled Goose Game? That's like a buddy game, right? There's two geese. No, no, they're they're going to be in the back. <laughs> okay, all right, <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you, Joe, for that. Let's talk about some cheap free games. Um, the first one from Epic. I don't understand. Um, have you guys? Are you guys familiar with AntStream? It's like this weird like streaming. Like you can stream retro games on your computer. Like the, the that stupid Atari VCS thing. Like their big deal was like we integrate with AntStream so you can stream Atari <laughs> games. Um, so apparently one of the things you can get this week is you can kick off your AntStream experience with this free Epic Games exclusive pack. For a limited time you can grab $15 pack of gems for free. And I don't know if you then exchange gems for Games. I don't know. They said there's like a thousand games you can play. I don't know if you can do those with your fifteen dollars worth of gems. I I can't imagine that I'm going to find out. But you know, I'm just going to say that like you can emulate stuff, guys. You can literally go to archive.org and play all these games in your browser for free. Like absolutely. I doubt any of the people who made these games are getting any sort of royalties. So like it's perfect I mean, just to steal these I don't people. I don't want to speak like, ill, but you know, if if you look at the fact that in order to be making a game in the 70s, you were probably born like in the 50s or 60s. Uh, I mean, like, let, let's say you're making a game in 1970. Probably the yeah, 80s. Like, but let's say you're making a... If you're making an Atari game, 1977, 78, 80, like, you're probably 20, 22, 25. So you're like our parents' age. Like, you're probably... There's a good chance they're dead, you know? Like, or, or retired. Well, and I mean, they, didn't, they, never, they never got no. credit for it. That was, uh, that was all. It was owned by the, the like... Uh, like so what we're saying so. is that you're actually like the first Easter eggs were like literally credits. Yeah. So people are like I made. This. So what we're really saying is you actually are better off stealing that game. That's what I'm saying. I'm just gonna go ahead and say like I don't know if you want to steal from anywhere, you're it's probably fine. fine. Like you want to walk into Walmart and steal shit? I hear it's it. it's destroying like, people at Best Buy's lives. Call. <laughs> I'm I'm it's perfectly fine. Fine, fine with it, and I yeah. don't care. They factor it into. You have a moral obligation to steal from Walmart. Yeah, I don't disagree. Uh, the other free game you're getting from Epic this week is Colby's favorite game, The Hunter Call of the Wild. I 
Hell I love yeah. this description. Experience an atmospheric hunting game like no other in this realistic and visually breathtaking open world. Immerse yourself in the atmospheric... Did they use atmospheric twice? Yes. Immerse yourself in the atmospheric single-player campaign or share the ultimate hunting experience with friends. Um, Colby and I shared an atmospheric hunting experience together, and it was okay. Yeah. Atmospheric. atmospheric. Uh, Prime Gaming this month, which you get for free if you're an Amazon Prime member, uh, is going to give you Frostpunk, which is a, apparently a really, really good, like, uh, I think, real-time strategy game um, based around essentially surviving in the cold. It's set in kind of like a... Uh, like a Siberia kind of, yeah, world. like a Frostpunk world. Um, and the entire game is based around staying warm. Um, it's supposed to be quite good. Uh, Journey to the Savage Planet, which is a great game. Colby and I love yeah. that game. Um, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered. I guess if you want to race some cars, that's probably all right. Stub the Zombie in Rebel Without a Pulse. Um, I think that's a remaster of an old game. Probably all right. Uh, Tales of Zombie Island. Complete Tales of Zombie Island? Zombie that's a different Island? game. Zombie Island is a very different game. Tales of Monkey Island. Complete pack. Those games are good if you're into kind of point-and-click puzzly games. Football Manager 2021. So if you didn't get Game Pass and got Football Manager 2022, you can console yourself with 2021. That game got an. I think it's. I was seeing the other day that its Metacritic score is like in the mid 80s. It's like an 86. So I don't know. I guess it's a good game. Uh, Morkrid. I don't know what that is. Um, Spellcaster University actually looks really fun. It's actually like a management sim of running your own like Hogwarts. It looks pretty all right. Uh, and YouTuber's Life sounds terrible. Let's never talk about that again. Uh, the rumored PS Plus games, these are not actually released yet, but the, the rumors are it's going to be Godfall, uh, which just came out. That's supposed to be all right. Uh, I played it, I think, and did not like it, but whatever. You know, some people do. Mortal Shell and uh, Lego DC Supervillains. Um, games with Gold is Orcs. M- Mortal Shell just hit uh, Game oh, nice. Pass. Oh, it's, it's right, right there. there. Yeah. Uh, uh, games with Gold is Orcs Must Die, uh, December 1st through the 15th. The Escapists. Uh, the first through the 31st. Oh, The Escapist 2. That game's actually a lot of fun. I really like The Escapist. Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet, December 16th through the 31st. And Tropico 5, the penultimate edition, uh, is the 16th through the 15th. I love the word penultimate. The second best. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> it's very it's very weird. Um, game Pass is getting... <laughs> Deer Simulator uh, yesterday, actually, so you can check that out. Uh, Mortal Shell, like we were talking about. Uh, these are both Cloud Console and PC. Uh, on, they both came out yesterday. Uh, Evil Genius 2 is coming out to Cloud Console and PC November 30th. It's a satirical spy-fi layer builder where you are the criminal mastermind, construct your evil layer, train your minions, defend your operations from the forces of justice, and achieve global domination. So you get to play the bad guy. That's kind of fun. I'll let everyone know how Deer Simulator is. Please let me know how Deer Simulator is. It looks weird, but hey, whatever. Uh, Halo Infinite is coming to console and PC December 8th. Among Us is coming to console December 14th. The Gunk is coming to Xbox and PC December 16th. That looks pretty fun. And again, Total War Warhammer 3 is coming to PC February 17th. So that's a little while off. Uh, You guys have any other thoughts, hopes, dreams? I want to play deer. Same. Simulator. I think Dylan needs some Dayquil. He sounded a little, little congested, yeah, man. No, that's no good. Yeah. Get better. Drink some. I've met my end. Drink. Drink some juice. Go to bed. You'll be great. It's five forty-five. 
All right. Uh, we are Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com. You can follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, slash Bite Me Podcast. You can uh, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Bite Me Podcast. You can join our Discord by going to bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. You can give us the last $34 we need to hit 4K on uh, this year's Extra Life by going to extralife.com slash bite me podcast. I'll shave something weird in my face. And that is it. Dylan, like, could you just croak out for me, man?